¿Qué onda, primos y primas? And welcome back to my primos podcast. My name is Freddie. And with me tonight is my primo and yours, Edin, the primo behind the scenes. Say what's up, Edin. ¿Qué onda, primos y primas? How's it going? Well, guys, thanks again for joining us this week. Uh, an update on El Chicume. He's still out there finding himself or lack thereof. Uh, I hear last he transcended to a whole other plane. We'll we'll hear from him when he comes back down, depending on what he took. <laughs> uh, but no, he'll be back soon. We'll definitely get him on the show again and just uh, check in with us. But for now, it's just me and Primo Edin. And I want to just remind you guys that this show does come to you week to week on any of your podcast services, iTunes, Spotify, Google. Just go ahead and search My Primo's Podcast and we're right there for you. But guys, remember, we're on social media at My Primo's Podcast as well if you want to chime in. And I actually got a question about Edin. So, Edin, check this out. Someone asked mm -hmm. me, he goes, hey, Primo Edin seems like low-key freak because he comes off very chill, very relaxed, very put together. But then you start finding out or peeling back the onion, if you would, that this guy's <laughs> a low-key freak. And I'm like thinking in my head, hmm, okay, I guess is that, would you say you're low-key freak? I, I actually, I mean, to ask, yeah, to, to, yeah, to get to the point, yeah, because uh, <laughs> recently, to, uh, well, I'll show this to, to Primo Stanley, because he can see, right, we're doing this, you know, yeah, this uh, is I'll have Primo Stanley describe, so Primo Stanley will describe it to you guys, oh, hold on. Let me I don't know if you can see it, let me see the screen here. I don't know if you can still see it. You know, oh, like, it's healing better. Whoa. It's healing better now. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me see. Okay, hold on. Your video, it's funny because your video froze, but your audio mm -hmm. didn't. And I see you with no uh, shirt okay. on. So, let, like, I'm, 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 I'm curious. Okay, now it's working. Show me what you got. What'd you do? No, no, no. Like, it's, uh, okay. It's, uh, it's healing better now. Let me see. All these marks. Oh. Dude, it looks like you got, like, pelted with something. Like, what happened? Yeah. Well, I have a Cat friend. Nine tails? <laughs> well, more like fucking 20 tails on that sucker. Ooh, it's got, called for yours. Okay, go ahead. Go. What is it? What happened? So, well, for those who ever ask you this question, it's called the flog. Look up ah. a flogger. And then look uh, a dragon a dragon tongue. I think is it a dragon tongue or a dra or a dragon tail. Let's just say that I was reliving my childhood a bit in a in a more positive uh, in a more positive way. Cause uh, uh, I mean I know, God. So so you got <laughs> hold on I mean, I'm trying to it's called a dragon tongue flogger, okay. So if I can okay. describe this thing. Oh my god, I'm googling this. You guys should too. Dragon Tongue Flogger is how can I describe this thing? It's like it's like a whip. But what is it what is it at the end, I think? Is that like Well let me see the let me leather? see the one that you no, let me see the one that you're seeing. Oh no, okay, not that one. That's not that one. But I've seen that one. I've seen so that one. So it's pretty one. much like a no, like this a small baton. Like a whip, like a cat of nine tails, kind of what I've seen it. Okay. But no, that, I've seen that one, but no, I haven't had the misfortune or the fortune I had trying that one on my you, back. Depending where you are, right? The fortune or misfortune. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> no, but uh, I have a friend. Uh, she's a she's a dominatrix. Uh, we booked a session, and uh, and let's just say that she took out her frustrations on my back and chest. So yeah, it man. was pretty interesting. So you are low key freak. <laughs> now it's no longer low key because yeah. it's pretty public now. But okay, it, yeah. it's crazy because allegedly, allegedly, cause allegedly. La- last time we spoke, you were in Hawaii. The week before mm-hmm. that, you were in San Francisco. Francisco. Now, yeah. where are you? Are you like, I don't know, man. Are you in some retreat where you're gonna come back missing something? Like, <laughs> come back with an uh, eye patch? Damn. No, this last weekend. Uh, so yeah, this last three weekends, like I said, San Francisco, Hawaii, and I guess this weekend was uh, L.A. Uh, and uh, and then like it hit me, like man, and and with my friend uh, who's a dominatrix, she hit you. That's what and- happened. <laughs> well, oh well, yes, but uh, no, no. But me and her started talking, and I told her like about all this threat these last three weekends, and she told me, "Hey, you know what?" It's like I'm glad, I'm happy for you. It looks like you had a really good time, and then it made me, you know, appreciate my life. You know, uh, you like everybody. We have ups and downs, but uh, it made me put it into perspective because uh, the reason why I went to all these places is because people. Let me stay at their place to save money. People bought the ticket for me, and I then they're letting me pay with them with time, you know. And and I, it made me think, why are people? I mean, why have they done that? And it's like, well, I don't know. It's just we're so friends. Paying, we get along. I, 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 you brushed over a statement there. You're you're paying them back with time. <laughs> Was I said time? No, no, with time. Okay. Okay, I mean, oh. with your time. No, I mean money. Like, with, not with money, but, in, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it just made me think it made me feel appreciate, uh, appreciate my friends, you know, because of them. We trust each other, you know, whenever I can, I help them out with the little bit that I have, either be it just with my brute strength, putting shit on my back, doing heavy lifting, you know. Literally. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's 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 the little the, the little bit that I, that I can do, but I do it with the bottom of my heart. And it seems like they repay me back with, you know, with kindness, feeding, <laughs> buying me food, <laughs> or just going to trips and stuff like that. I don't know. Just, uh, I really appreciate my friends no, hey, and my family. More power to you, dude. I'm glad that you're okay. As long as you're safe, dude. Cause I'm just saying, like, when <laughs> are you going to come back? And we're going to hear from, like, oh, Eddie, dude. Eddie had a bad visit. Man. Ooh. Uh, got hospitalized. Oh. So we'll take another <laughs> a trip down to San Francisco and uh, the dragon. <laughs> He got, he got the, the, dragon the, the dragon whooped him. But, yeah, yeah so I guess, now, nah, yeah, this is Eddie and everybody. To answer your question out there, yeah, this is he. This is he. Well, this, <laughs> well hopefully, ask that question. Hopefully, that answers your question. No, but thanks, guys. Like I said, you guys can ask questions. Let us know what you think. Uh, we are going to have a few guests coming on now. I know it's been a while since we've had interviews, but we're going to have some few guests coming on here shortly. Hopefully, you guys stay tuned. We have comic book creators. We have poet coming on. We have possibly musical group. Kind of keeping that hush hush yet, but it, we're working on some things behind the scenes. By the way, I think besides that, man, I guess your weekend was eventful. I can tell. But check this out. <laughs> I did something crazy that I never thought I'd do in a long, long time because of COVID and everything mm-hmm. else. I went to the movies. Oh really? Oh, I mean, you are in Texas, so there are. Texas, like remember, guys, is fucking the Wild West. Serious, they do whatever the fuck they want, uh, and they're one hundred percent open. <laughs> isn't uh, isn't Texas the isn't Texas also known as the fuck you state or something like that? I don't know. I've heard dirty South. I've heard <laughs> I've heard 
Bible Belt. I don't know, man. There's a lot here. Mm. But point is, went to the movies because it was my wife's birthday. And we're both vaccinated. We're both real careful. We went. We reserved our seats. They really make it pretty easy where you have space between each other, other couples and all that. Okay. It was pretty safe. And we saw The Quiet Place too. So, oh, yeah. Huh? Uh, I won't give anything away except that it's good, man. It's good. If you like the first one, second one's going to be just as good. Keep you entertained. Uh, really enjoyed it. But the one thing we hated and we, we could not get away from was literally, and I'm not, it's not hyperbole, 35 minutes of previews and them trying to convince you to no, don't watch these movies on a small screen. Come back to the movie theater how they're supposed to be seen. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, that's propaganda from everybody going like, "Look, this movie looks good." Yeah, right. Not on a small screen. You want to watch it to the max, which you know, and make fun of HBO Max, yeah. and then you want to yeah. watch it like this, and they show like the big screen and everything, and that. Yeah. Coca Cola did a whole thing on it, like, "Oh, we're better together outside." You know, like they, like they're really <laughs> pushing. Like, get the fuck outside. Go spend some money at movie theaters. Uh, that was the one thing me and my wife were like, "Fuck, man!" Like, I was trying to get there on time to just be safe. You know, avoid rushing people. All that. We spent forty minutes sitting there watching commercial after commercial of previews. Just fine. It's the previews, right? But them trying to convince you to stop streaming services and come to the movies. Really. Yeah. Damn. No, it's a kind of what's it called? It, it reminded me of that one episode of Family Guy where uh, I don't know if you remember the right before the movie begins, you see all these little pro- production. There's like a little story just to tell you the title of the production company. Yeah, yeah, I remember those. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay, so yes, uh, Family Guy made a joke on that. That. It's like the movie is. Oh, you think the movie is starting? No, it's just a little cinematic clip of the of the title clip. I mean, of the production companies. But now that you say that, uh, made me think of that. But, because uh, me when I go to the movies and I miss it, uh, I like the trailers. I, that was actually one of my favorite parts of going to the movies, just watching the trailers. But forty goddamn minutes. Forty minutes. I'm not damn. even lying. I'm not bullshitting you my wife and me were like well how long is this movie this is about an hour and a half let's say 20 minutes of fucking you know previews in the movie okay cool we can put up with yeah. that we all right dude i it's been a long time i think end game where i had to go pee in between them and watching a movie because I'm, I'm an adult yeah. so i can fucking yeah. go to the restroom beforehand hold it yeah. if i need to and i could i'm okay but Endgame, that one caught me off guard. I had my kid with me. We're drinking. It's a long movie, whatever. That's the first time that I can remember. Last time I can remember that I had to leave the movie theater, go to the restroom, come back. Because we spent 40 fucking minutes in previews, the movie halfway through at the end. I'm like, damn, it's time, time to go to the restroom. Like, it's just, it felt longer than it needed to be. And even uh, John Krasinski, the Jim from The Office, he wrote, in, he had this, he wrote this and directed this. Uh, and he comes up in the beginning going, hey, you came to the movies, and I really appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you for doing this. <laughs> like, I mean, it's really like you're at the point where like, okay, fuck, you beat me over the head already. I get it. You need us to come out here, which in a way they're right. They're spending so much money, investing so much time. They want us to get as much money as possible, right? This is this is what it is. 
But I'm still of the school of release it in both ways. You know, if I can't go to the movie theater, I'll pay the premium price if I really want to experience it at home, right? So mm-hmm. HBO Max, thankfully, gives you movies without paying the extra fee unless you subscribe. But let's say like Cruella, like Disney, right? Cruella came out. If we really want to watch it, yeah. we have to pay 20 bucks. That's 20 bucks, but at the same time, you're at home. You can watch it as many times as you want. You can have somebody come over, like make a movie night out of it with friends, you know, keeping it keeping it close. Yeah. And you guys can enjoy it at home. Uh, what do you think, man? I mean, are we slowly having are going to leave the streaming behind and go back to the theaters? Or can we exist and uh, coexist in both sides of that? No, this is, I think this is a good sign of, I think this is a good sign of, uh, of the the fall of cinema as we know it. So it's cinema. So no, because like again, this is it took a uh, it took obviously it's a pandemic, and this started like this forced a lot of industries to re I don't know what was the word I'm like reprogram or re. Restructure how they, yeah, yeah, exactly. Revaluate and restructure how we do things because we were hit with such a an unpredictable thing, like which was the pandemic, right? And then we realized, uh, we realized, yo, how we did things before. I was actually really inefficient and expensive. Just to give you a little story, my buddy who works in IT over there by Cathedral City here in California. He says that when it first started, his boss was complaining. He even threw did a tantrum, uh, threw a tantrum at work, saying like, "Hey, uh, my company's gonna go down." Like he was panicking, he was freaking out. But then he saw the numbers. He says after like I don't know, they, they saw the, the the numbers and how the company was doing. The company was being more efficient and actually, pro- uh, and I guess the numbers, everything was just seemed better. Yeah, more profitable because like one, he's not paying for the roof. For the location, for the I guess for the building for them to everybody to be at. Yeah. So he said like, then he got the boss was like, oh, actually, they they got these guys are onto something, you know, it's working out. So, uh, yeah, again, it took this, it restructured everything, and and I feel like it's gonna force a lot of industries to change, and I feel like uh, cinema now is kind of fucked because people are just realizing, well. I can watch this at home. Why can't I just, why do I got to bother? Because I do feel like we are becoming a society where we don't want to interact with other people anymore as much as we did back in the day. Me, I love going to the, I love going to the movies. I love interacting with uh, people, I bet, huh? Yeah, and I, and I, yes, yes. Yeah, those are the best. Uh, No, but I like going to the movies. I like the whole experience. The movie experience, I like it. But I can see how people don't like it, how they complain about it, and and if you're we're offered a, a streaming service, we can do it at the comfort of your home. I don't know. I just feel like for sure cinema's not going to go down anytime soon. But I feel like this is probably like the, the thread, the loose thread that's going to probably slowly start to unravel it. I think it's that take me, time. me, I'm thinking that it was the fear of piracy, right? Because mm-hmm. someone's going to figure out a way to, okay, I'll pay the 20 bucks and then I'll fucking record my screen. Now I have a copy that I can sell. I can push around. You know how that shit yeah. goes. As soon as someone gets a copy of it, it's out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I figured yeah. there's a loss of revenue there because the fear of piracy, which is always yeah. happening. Not only in in everything, dude. Movies, fucking TV, games, everything, right? Uh, you can actually find pirated books and shit, you know? 
<laughs> so yeah, th- there's always something. There's a fear of, of a loss there. The movie theater experience, yeah, man, it was it was good to enjoy a movie like that with that type of ambiance. It was not a packed theater. It was, I will say, off the top of my head, mm, maybe 15, 18 people in that whole sala. And everybody yeah. had enough space between each other. It was dar- dark. The sound system was dope. You know, that's how it is. I mean, some people mm-hmm. have a great setup at home, but that was great to enjoy that. I do enjoy film. I, I saw the Godzilla and Kong are still there. I mean, me and Lucia were like, that's still here because that movie must look dope in the big screen. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it lends yeah. itself for that. So yeah, that's still going to mm-hmm. be there for those experiences. But I think they can exist at the same time. I don't know how they can really not exist. There has to be some premium there that people have to be able to put up with. Like the Disney Plus thing. Some people are like, fuck it. I'll pay the 20 bucks. I'll watch this fucking movie eight times and I'm done, you know? But it just depends. But I think that there there could be something in between. Same thing happens with, like, music, right? When bands couldn't tour anymore, what are they doing? Digital events, right? So they're doing digital events. And some bands or some performers really didn't pull in what they thought they were going to pull in. Like I said, they're learning that process. It's different than you just showing up at a venue, playing to that audience that drove out to see you. They're stuck there for two hours, right? They're checked. They're, they're plugged in. But when you're at home, they can pause, walk away, come back. Oh, I'll skip this song. Let me forward it. Like, that, or I can, you know, it's like, it's like, it's a, it's not a la carte is the wrong word, but it is video on demand, right? It's, it's their choice. So, I don't know. There has to be some middle ground or some new mutation of this entertainment that can cater to both sides. That was a, uh, what you just said. I think that's why I feel like it's gonna be. It's gonna slowly start to, uh, like either try to like uh, start like a kind of like a snowball effect. Uh, and again, like I said, uh, slowly fading out cinema. Uh, because yeah, hey, you gotta do something. Some visit. Some uh, anything. Pause it. You can pause the movie and continue. Right. And again, you can control who's at your house. Again, everything at your fingertips. You can do things. Have the watch the movie tell you want it right, uh, and and then uh, and I and I like and I, and I see the benefits of that right, but uh, the fact that I get what you're and, saying you know, that the fact that the human element right, like we're we've been it took us so long to get into that mode of social distancing mm-hmm. that people are having a hard time breaking that. I mean Texas no. Because as soon as they say no, no. you can no, wear a mask, no, not they don't give a fuck, dude. The malls are packed full of yeah. people. People walking around with no mask on. I'm still having trouble coping with that. I still wear a mask, you know? So, so yeah, sure. What I'm trying to say is, the short what I'm trying to say is, people, something was presented to people that they didn't think they would, uh, another option, like, yo, this is pretty cool. And now they're looking back the old ways. I'm like, uh, I don't think I want to go back to the old ways. And I feel like that will start something off. And slowly start to affect cinema. But, like, for me, at least for me, I still like the old way. I like going to cinema a while. Like, seeing, feeling the energy of everybody when, when the, whatever happens, you're there. Everybody's, you have everybody's reaction. Uh, again, it's, it's kind of like a communal bonding, too. So, yeah. My, yeah the one thing I didn't miss so. was the guy next to me, like, three or four seats down going, oh, yeah. Hey, what? he's in that one movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My brother mentioned it to me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. We'll see that one. Like no, but uh, <laughs> the one thing that. I like uh, the the 
<laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but the one thing that I liked about that too is because there would be stuff that I didn't get, and I would hear somebody like what three doors or uh, three doors, three seats down, like, and they explain it to their friend. Like, ah, yeah, there you go. Because usually when I go watch movies, I don't. I, I like to go by myself. I like to go by myself so I can see it. I'm not interrupted by talking to anybody. You're contradicting uh, yourself. First, you said you like the communal no, experience, but now you like you don't you you no, like to go by yourself to. I like to go by myself to. Enjoy the movie, especially if it's like a uh, like the Joker movie, right? I okay. went there. Uh, unless I go, somebody that's gonna be quiet. I don't want to be talking to nobody. But the environment, I don't know what was going to the 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 environment, the environmental mood. I guess okay. that's what I like about it. Okay. So uh, I get so that. I didn't get that. I, I dig it, right? You like to be experiencing it with a group of people. Is it, mm-hmm. What is it with you in groups of people? Anyways, the same thing with concerts. The same thing with concerts. The same thing with concerts. I go to a concert. I want to enjoy it. I don't want to be babysitting nobody. But at the same time, I like the energy of the group. Yeah, Monsters yeah I get it. And everything, right? Yeah. So but I think like that. Live Just... shows have a much more specific interaction because depending how the oh, no, yes. is yeah. And, yeah. and the vibe and the smells and everything. Yeah. It's a different yeah. game because I remember going to yeah. shows in backyards that had 10 people in it and it was fucking dope yeah. better go into a show and yeah. I went to see Nine Inch Nails that was you know a few hundred people and that was a whole different experience it's just live sh- music I think music touches you in a different way man it just impacts the group depending yeah. on the vibe but if it's a shitty show yeah. and it's like 8 people it's horrible cause you're one of 8 people yeah. like wow we were the only 8 people here <laughs> sitting through this shit but uh, I digress yeah. well that's me that's what I was doing uh one other thing that uh, we wanted to bring up as well, you said that you were reading about Salvador adapting Bitcoin, right? So from going from oh. going from a medium that you said is uh, slowly in a decline, it's going to a country that's been declining for a very long time, especially economically, <laughs> uh, shifting gears here. So yeah. to be, be more upfront with it, Buglele said that he is working to have bitcoin be a currency accepted in the El salvadorian government what are your thoughts man uh for the little bit that i know because i just recently heard this uh with the little bit that i know it is it is scary because again a lot of like myself a lot of people in Salvador. I'm guessing they don't even know, uh, especially with the older generations, I'm pretty sure they don't even know what the hell Bitcoin is, right? So it's going to take a lot of the youth, the youth over there to explain, hey, this is what it is. It's imaginary money. Well, I mean, <laughs> imaginary so money. It is, it is. And it says here, Salvador will accept Bitcoin as legal tender alongside the U.S. dollar in 90 days. This is from Yahoo Finance. And it says the... Law effectively means that cryptocurrency can be used as payment for goods or services. And here's a caveat. Unless a business cannot provide the tech required to facilitate the transaction. So if you go to my Abuela Maria's house to buy some mangoes and she doesn't have the technology to accept your Bitcoin payment, whatever fifth of a fifth of a fragment of Bitcoin you're paying for those mangoes, you got to come up with cash. So cash is still going to happen. It's still be used in Salvador. It's still going to be the U.S. dollar. Because I remember when we were kids, we still had colones, the official national currency. Colones were there. 
it was declining like crazy and then boom the US dollar took over so now we have yeah. Bitcoin stepping in and cryptocurrency is not going to be coming alongside the US I heard someone say that there's a concern because they feel that changing the currency option again is showing that we're just declining Salvador as a country as far as finance is concerned no, so yeah, like I remember hearing that, uh, and I saw people type uh, saying something similar to that on Instagram. Uh, and again, like I'm probably not the best per- per- people to person to ask about that, but it's it's a genuine fear because again, like you just mentioned yourself, I remember our grandpa uh, mentioning that once the cologne was removed and the dollar was uh, installed there, uh, everything went. It was slowly starting to fade out. I remember his the stories that he would say that you would go in to buy something that would cost like let's say eighty cents according to the dollar, right? But you only have a dollar, and you're like, oh, where's my change? Oh no, tenemos vuelto. Like so, what? Now you gotta go to the bank so they can exchange it. Oh, I'm sorry, no, we no tenemos colones. So there's but according to my grandpa, again, you know, uh, this he was just going by hearsay, but supposedly they were purposely collecting the cologne and then they, 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 they did not phase it out naturally or however that can be right so but uh, the it? purpose yeah slowly started to hoard the cologne and just phase it out well faster and uh and that's how uh, so they were uh, they were lying they were saying i don't have change because they need to to move the money out of circulation yeah para que no vea vea colones en el país that's some shit, though. I mean, crypto, like, cryptocurrency, like we talked about, this is the issue. Yeah. The people have to will- be willing to accept it as a form of currency as well, though, right? Yeah. And his argument, Pukleles' argument is that people have cell phones. They do WhatsApp, Facebook. They use these things to make payments and move money around. And that if they are given a digital wallet, a lot of places, even the very remote, don't have access to a bank. So they can't move money around physically. But if they get into Bitcoin, it's a lot more convenient, a lot easier to interchange money, etc. But then I'm thinking like there has to be some fucking lavado de dinero or some bullshit that he's trying to pass over. Like why so eager to jump on onto into a cryptocurrency where India and China has been like, fuck no, we're, 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 we're going to control this shit. Or is it that we're so used to so much control in the economy that we're not willing to let cryptocurrencies come in and, and, and actually be a part of it. I don't know. Like, uh, I do feel like a small country like El Salvador, I don't know. It does feel like a good way, a good way to try something out like that. Cause again, we're now a powerhouse. Maybe our money is, uh, or our economy is easier to handle. Uh, but at the same time, uh, maybe I have a pessimistic view of El Salvador and 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 uh, impoverished areas because, like you just said, the lady with the mangoes. Yeah. I and, and like and I just and the how the old ladies that I remember back in the nineties that just pushing the little cart that was the wobbly wheels and everything is falling apart, but they still you know they still gotta make ends meet. Yeah, sure. She's gonna pull out her fucking phone with fucking five G. With with a non-existent five G connection. Oh, here's the payment. Y'all take your payment. Uh, I don't know. I just don't. I can't. I, I seeing how things I remember like it was back in the day. I don't know. Do we do we even have the 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 the, the structure 
does everybody have the good quality of service? I like mean, so many much, new things that. How much service do you really need though to do a fucking WhatsApp transaction? Like, think about it. Like, you don't need that much as long as you have a data connection. That fucking thing will go through. So there has yeah, to right? be some way. And the thing so, is, remember, remember, it's a digital wallet, and Bitcoin is not ruled by the internet. It's physical, mm-hmm. a, a digital item that's held on a storage. So if mm-hmm. their wallet is on their phone and they hand that over to you, like direct connect, like if I just go ping you with my phone, that's moving mm-hmm. physically from my wallet to yours electronically. Wow. Uh, <laughs> but it's, the, it's not based upon, it's, it's almost like Bluetooth, right? I'm guessing. And like, man, we need to have somebody on that knows how this works. Yeah, we need somebody who knows. But, but, no, but it's uh... not, not based upon, oh, I have to get on 3G, 5G to transfer you this money. It's not no, like no. a wire transfer. No, 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 I get all of that. I get all of that. But I'm just thinking, like, again, maybe I'm too being too pessimistic on, on El Salvador and everything. But I just feel like, well, El, 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 El Indito, the dude who's selling uh, leche from house to house, you know, from his from his cow and shit, and, like, hey, has no Wi-Fi. No, no, has no Wi-Fi. Has, that fool has Miguel, Miguel Lechero at Instagram. Like, that fool, I promise you he has an Instagram. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I, I like I, again. I'm because right now thinking, am I just being so, too heavy on El Salvador when it comes to technology? Because I just feel like they're way behind. But now this who's bringing this, this high technology shit to them to a country that is not high, technologically advanced. So I that's why I feel like we're too ah. far removed from it. Technology is there, dude. The technology is there. People yeah. have the internet. They fucking watch Netflix. They have cell phones. They do all that <laughs> shit. You know. We have oh, the- actually. <laughs> I don't know, you just reminded me of something. I had seen some, I'm uh, like a while ago, I met some cousins who had not seen them uh, a long time ago. And I was just fucking with her, I just talked to her, there, and I tell her, <laughs> patronizing, and like, hey, do you guys have the internet over there? <laughs> You're an asshole. It's like, uh, it's like people here, like in West Virginia, do you still have, do you have the internet yet? You know, it's like they're that back country. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, but again, uh, I, uh, part of it I'm joking, but at the same time, I feel like, uh, uh my like thing is this people understand people thing, but the technology is there right i think that's mm-hmm. why they're banking yeah, on sure. this, this whole thing right but the adoptability of the people la gente quiere tiene que querer aceptarlo because how hard yeah. was it to dejar el colon to go to dólares and then yeah. now we have cash in hand and there are still people that are more worried about hey man fuck you pay me i gotta eat Instead of, oh, hold on, mm-hmm. man, I got to do crypto and Bitcoin. They're like, I don't got time for that. You know, so many people are like, hey, just pay me cash money so I can move shit around. That still exists, you know? I don't, no, but, uh, and yeah, and that's what I was going to go next to what you mentioned. It's like now you got to change a whole culture of like, uh, again, you go from something tangible to now to something digital. And for, for and like now everybody... And just hop on their phone and do some fucking high advanced hacking shit, right? So you're gonna have all again. I'm thinking the worst, but now you're gonna have all these like teenagers uh, screwing over the lady with the mangoes. Like, hey, yeah, let me pay you, and get, but just give me your password first. I need to do something. I don't know, just uh, true. Uh, so uh, that's one thing that comes to mind uh, and scared of. You know that the the young will take advantage of the old. But again, I think I just have a. We would have to speak with somebody from over there who's like, who's who has a 
some on the pulse, you know, could probably. Yeah, I mean, I think, hey man, if anybody out there is listening and you know somebody that's willing to be on the show, hit us up at My Most Podcast. I don't know. I think I would love to know their thoughts, especially see if even IE and they can tell us, hey, man, I'm 28 years old. I'm fucking in the middle of San Salvador and I'm ready for fucking Bitcoin. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, I want to know. You know, let us know because we're taking it from all the way over here in the U.S. thinking that we're the center of the world. And, yeah. you know, so definitely, definitely, I want to know more. Uh, yeah, because uh, like you said right now, like you mentioned, like uh, we're here and we think we're the center of the world. But uh, the people who would know best are the people that live there. Uh, and just to go back to how it says, I was just reading from uh, Instagram. Like a lot of people, again, I'm not pro Bukele or against them I, because I simply don't know anything like I do the politics that happen here. But the only thing that I know of is, for, is from the comments and the opinions from the, my family members to so the people that I met there last time that I was there back in 2019. And the opinions that I hear is like fairly positive or, or neutral. Like, ah, like ah, we don't know. Uh uh, or same shit as is the same shit different day, but the majority has been like, oh yeah, man, he's been t- taking care of las maras, he's handling that. The streets are a little bit safer. Uh, he's actually doing something un- unlike the other two parties like FMLN and La Arena. So the majority of the opinion is positive, but I hear it from campesinos. So and uh, but when I hear people online. The, and their opinion is usually negative, but they don't live there. At least to, for what it seems like, it they don't live there. They're just here and just basically. So that's why I would like to get a, a probably somebody uh, from like you said mentioned right now from Salvador who has like a good a good uh, understanding how things are going economically you know, there, and to and to make us understand. Yeah, hey, please like, reach out to us at my primo's podcast. Uh, you know, jumping off of that earlier today, actually, I I think I mentioned it. I was on Twitter, Central American Twitter. Um, there was a thread that just fell in, fell into it. Let's see if I can find it here. So I found this on uh, Twitter, and I wanted to bring it up because it kind of touches about El Salvador. And there's this, the account is uh, Cultura, My Cultura Podcast Network, at My Cultura Pod. And this tweet came out this morning, and it reads, Welcome uh, at... Pati Rodriguez and Eric G, that's three E's, at Eric G, to my Cultura family, their upcoming podcast, Children of Reagan, which will take a deep dive into the 1986 amnesty order and examine how first-generation kids of legalized immigrants helped shape the U.S. today. So, from that statement, it blew up because Central American Twitter was like, beating them up because these two the people started digging into the hosts they're both uh first generation mexican americans you know they identify as kids of uh chicanos or identify as kids of immigrants you know immigrants kids of immigrants that came during the amnesty of reagan during the 80s and a lot of central americans came in and said things like children of reagan yuck you can keep it some people were saying you still have time to change this don't release this. He goes, Mexicans really do need to read the fucking room. Who is this show really for? And then you have people thinking like members of my family benefited from the amnesty, but they wouldn't have needed it if Reagan hadn't forced them to flee their country in the first place. Read the room. 
So people are jumping on and saying, one, you're giving off this vibe that you're basically saying, oh, thanks to Ronald Reagan, here we are, which in a way they're, they're right, right? Two, that no Centroamericano is featured to be a host of this podcast when they're talking about Reagan and the amnesty and how why it came to this, right? Mm-hmm. And then lastly, it's the we're getting into those into those situations where the internet is just trying to cancel somebody before they even release the show. This show hasn't even launched yet. This is just their brief description, mm-hmm. and that's it. So, what do you think? Uh, I side with the as you said, Central America, Central America Twitter. I would side with them with the idea of just in the sense of edge, like, like with the sentiment, hey, you know what? Um, do a little bit of research on what you're saying. I mean, uh, or what do you mean? Or just simply ask, hey, what do you mean by, can you please explain why uh, a little bit further, why you uh, think so highly of Reagan, right? And, you know, they mentioned like, oh, because of family, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the only thing I don't like about, uh, uh, just based, based on what uh, I'm hearing from you is the, I don't know, the, just the automatic toxic, uh, self-righteousness that, or like the, how people like to stand on a soapbox and just shoot somebody down, uh, before, again, like I said, even before you even know what the, the, the podcast is going to be about. That being said, man, uh, yeah, Reagan fucked over Central America pretty well. Again, school of the Americas. And my dad is a product of that, actually. He he was trained. He was uh, in the cuartel. And they got the schooling from schools of the Americas. And and how that affected him is it made him a man of who has a... Who, how do you say? Yeah. Let's just say he has a, a short temper. He has a short fuse. So, and we suffer from this. We suffer from this. And uh, a lot of people suffer from that. Uh, like throughout Central America. So again, uh, I feel uh, that yeah, you know, let them talk to, let, let them speak their, let them speak their mind, and uh, because I feel like I would, I would really like to have or see a conversation from them, right, from both sides, right, from both sides of the argument. Why do they feel so, I guess, adamant or appreciative towards Reagan? And then uh, I would like to hear the people who are Central America Twitter, as you said, and and hear their piece, right? Like just a genuine conversation on it. Yeah, I think that's the, that's that's where I'm at too. I replied to the tweet and was like, you know, as a child of refugees that came from El Salvador, but knowing the history, knowing why, I at least want to hear what you got to say because all we know yeah. this could just be marketing to excite yeah. people and get them mad and get them pumped to see what they're going to do. Right. Which if that's the yeah. case, it's getting enough attention. But like you said, people shit. let's be real. People can podcast about whatever the fuck they want to podcast. Right. Uh, you don't got to yeah. listen to it. You don't got to be part of that community, but it's just like you said, it's crazy how as soon as like Salvadoreño Centroamericanos see Reagan, that's a trigger. You know, it's like, boom, like, Oh shit. You either are like, yeah, I dig it or fuck that dude, you know, but yeah, I want to know what their thoughts are, how they came about this podcast being children of Reagan. That's a very strong statement. Honestly, in my opinion, I think it's, it's yeah. a bad name because it does trigger those of us that 
have a connection to Central America and know how they fucked over all the Central Americans and how they abused it, how they led to Contra and the wars and deaths, you know, everything like that. We know that firsthand, literally. We know we have people yeah. in our family, I think, that lived through this firsthand, seeing both sides of that of that wall. So someone coming in saying that, children of say, Reagan, it's no, like you're 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 being very you're you're painting a light of Reagan as a as a savior. Don't you think? So no, no, but not only that, no, no, and I agree. But uh, not only that, two things that came up to me right now, like one, uh, uh, like uh, indirectly, I have personally, I have suffered from the trauma that that guy, that that guy inflicted. Uh, on that generation of the time, which was my father, and how th- that affected him, and that that af- and that had negative effects on him. Because of that, I have suffered because my dad was uh, a very again short-tempered person, and uh, and I suffered be- a lot because of that. Because of the tra- uh, just I say, my father would go into fight. You know how they say fight or flight mode. Yeah. Well, that food was just straight fight. And I'm pretty sure you know the stories of the reputation that my father has. That not, that man is not somebody to fuck with. Not don't touch his pride, because if you do, you or you will have to answer to him, right? But it's all led to because so, of uh, the toxic masculinity he was raised under. The Reagan yeah. administration had a lot to do with that. You know, like the trauma of war, yeah. uh, civil war, loss of family, yeah. loss of life, all those things. You know, like I get that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the, so there, there was that, right? But the other thing, my other criticism that I would just oh, eh, let's just say question to to them. I was like, for again, what was it that they're a Latino? Was it a, a Latin podcast? Whatever. Can you read that again for me? Sure. It's a. This is a description of what the okay. the thing says. Let me go back. So. The network is called My Cultura Podcast, and it says, "Welcome at Patty Rodriguez and Eric G to the Michael Tura family, mm-hmm. their upcoming podcast, Children of Reagan, will take a deep dive into the 1986 Amnesty Order and examine how first-generation kids of legalized immigrants helped shape the U.S. of today. Okay, so I don't know. Uh, again, just the fact that using the it, it seems to me. It seems to me that this is catering to the Latino community, right? Latin America, right? Am I correct? Of course, yeah. I mean, the, the fucking right, network okay. is my cultura. Okay, right. Why would they choose the name? And the name of the podcast is Children of Reagan, right? Yeah, it's not like it's an Why episode, they... right? Like, if we did an episode calling it the Children of Reagan, okay, well, there's a reason why we call it that. It'll be something in the conversation, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, there's something for it. There could be a twist as to why it's called that. Uh, yeah. But their, their podcast is called that. That's their podcast. Okay, so now what I'm thinking is, uh, now because why would for something that's aimed for Latino community for the Latino people, why would you choose a, a white man's name, right? You get me? Yeah. It's it's kind of like a akin to it's kind of akin to the whole things of like people knocking down statues of previous uh, like the Confederate uh, co- uh, Confederate soldiers and all that stuff. That's pretty much just kind of like a little bit like this, the statue here being the name of the of the of the podcast. Yeah, and if you're gonna do that, then expect some backlash too. So I would really like. I mean, uh, and now actually now that I'm thinking, it kind of I, I think it gives me a little bit of the insight of what how politically where they lean, 
I'm gonna say Republican. I'm gonna say Republican. That's probably the. It shows me like uh, for them to choose all uh, children of Reagan. Um, I'm assume that they're conservative. That they benefited a lot from those said programs. You know, it just gives yeah, me I mean, a little bit over already of the, the podcast. I, I guess, but to be fair to them, right? This just popped up on my feed because we 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 uh mm-hmm. we're part of that bubble, right? And so mm-hmm. Central American Twitter had that thing on their on their fucking scope today, and it just jumped at me mm-hmm. like, huh? Like I I tweeted the same thing. Like I really want to hear what you got to say. Bad choice of names because that triggers a whole fucking part of the world to make their skin crawl, knowing what yeah. it is. It's like. If, a, if the Cuban community came out and was upset at a podcast called Los Hijos de, de Castro and you're like, are we, is everybody on board with this? Is everybody going to be okay? Like some are and some aren't. Yeah. Everybody has their so, their thing. Like the, what about, we talk about Europe and you go, oh, we're the kids of Stalin. And we're like, oh shit, like uh, what are you trying to say? You know, it, it opens up that dialogue to yeah. where it can be interpreted really bad. So, hey, uh, hell, you know what you should do, Stanley? Hit what? them up. Hit like, hey, you know what? We, should, we got a platform. Man. Speak, speak your piece. Because I'm, I'm generally uh, curious. You know, I'm I should, generally. Man. I should curious. hit them up online and be like, listen, you want to have some Salvadoreños on your show to talk about why this name is a bad, bad choice? Uh, maybe your ideals are great and you have a great conversation, but bad, poor choice in name. There has, there's something. Yeah, poor choice no. Honestly. Yeah, purchase a name because because uh, now I am curious, like how right I'm curious on how these programs help them, you know, because if it generally did, I'm pretty sure that was not the purpose or like uh, uh, the purpose to help people. I just feel like uh, whenever I see like a charity, a handout, I'm always thinking, uh, what's your angle? So uh, for those amnesty programs that they're talking about and they help them out, I'm pretty sure like everything no, else. No, I think, just like look, the, like, the thing is, is it... yeah, but fíjate, los salvadoreños, hondureños, nicaragüenses, guatemaltecos, everybody there were mm-hmm. like, yes, you fucking owed us. That's why we were coming to you, you know? And then with things going on right yeah. now with Camila Harris and people are really taking it like the same oh, thing with yes. her, like, don't come oh. here, you know? It's like. We're we're getting those, those flashbacks, memes. you know. Not those memes. Those are memes, there, yeah. And then memes live forever, right? But yeah, um, th- those flashbacks are triggering because I'm like, damn, like again, you fucked us over, but now you say don't come here, and we can get into a whole other fucking conversation with the current administration too. Like we talked about with Walter, sometimes it's like mm-hmm. it's not like they're fucking without sin, you know. We know Obama helped fucking. Mm-hmm do a lot of shit down there and south of the border to keep people from migrating over here. We know all that. Biden hasn't done shit either that has really, really moved the movement forward to really allow people to come into the country. There's things happening. They are, you know, but not to the extent, of course, they promise. That's how politicians are. It takes forever. But going back to your conversation of Buglele, I think people are really, that are there, they're seeing things change a lot quicker than they would have with the old type of politics that have been in the country. And that's why you're seeing a lot of support on that side of it. But, yeah. you know, I'm just curious, you know, hopefully we'll, I'll chime in with, if I, uh, I am going to check out their podcast. I'm going to see okay, so, what it's all about once it launches and okay. I'll, I'll, I'll let everybody know what I think. And if after hearing them, I don't, I think there, this is up for a conversation. We'll, we'll reach out. We'll see if they're down to, to talk to us and be like, Hey man, like, let's go at it. Like how like let's have a conversation. I feel there's something that we're missing. I don't want to be unfair. Yeah. 
because I haven't yeah. heard it. All it is is a title. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, if it's a marketing a marketing uh, tactic, hey, hey, props to you. It works. It it worked like similar to how six sells. Well, now what controversy sells now? Yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, I uh, would like to definitely like to listen to them because, uh, like you mentioned a little bit earlier. Uh, or I mentioned a little bit earlier how uh, on Instagram people are talking about, oh man, the US is so great. Uh, they give us all these A programs and they really they pay for everything here, right? And like, well, the fuck they better they fuck with the whole Central America. We are in shambles because direct US intervention. How we do with the contras, uh, which is uh, the contras, the squads in Salvador. Again, the US has all 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 the sticky fingers. With uh, with our blood because uh, yeah. because of interventions they did in Central America. El pueblo salvadoreño tiene el cielo por sombrero. Tan alta su dignidad. En la búsqueda del tiempo en que florezca la tierra por los que han ido cayendo, en que venga la alegría a lavar el sufrimiento, en que venga la alegría a lavar el sufrimiento. Dale que la marcha es lenta pero sigue siendo marcha. Dale que empujando el sol se acerca la madrugada. Dale que well, la lucha tuya uh, you know, es pura ago, como remember, una muchacha. Uh, season one or two, well, when Cuando we and Walter were fucking around on the internet looking at them shit, which is what we usually do. Uh, mm -hmm. I, we find like personality tests and little quizzes. I think I'm gonna end one the night with you, I think, since uh, ah. you're, you're, you're a very intriguing person here to our fans. Uh, but this one here is how to know if you're a sex addict. So you can follow along at home and see if this uh, applies to you. So okay. Eddie, since you're an open book, you're no longer a low key freak, but really out there. <sighs> Let's see. I have not read this. This is literally okay. just. Someone in front of me. Semi, this is semi-live. Semi-live. So you're saying okay. we have a semi. Anyways, uh, <laughs> list of questions. So here we go. Answer the quiz questions below to see if you uh, may be suffering from a sex addiction. Below is a list of questions that relate to life experiences common among people who exhibit hypersexual behavior. Hmm. All right, and uh, please read each question carefully and indicate how often you have experienced the same or similar challenges in the past few months. This is perfect for you. You just went on a sex tour. So let's see how this goes. All right, Eddie. <laughs> if you, let me see, let me see, is there an opt-out option? Nope, you just got to answer them. Or we can skip it and see what happens. Uh, All okay. right, so here we go. Question one, do you masturbate more than you would like to, or does it interfere with your life? Repeat the question. Does it really get in the Repeat the question. It says, do you masturbate more than you would like to? Or does it interfere with your life? Like, does 
does the need to masturbate just ruin your day? Is it just in the way? Like, does it just stop you from getting things done? No, it's what keeps me sane. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll say mm-hmm. never, right? Because you, you do it when you want to. You're, you're, uh, yeah. You consent, right? You check with yourself to consent. You don't never do it without your own permission. All right. Because uh, Manuela, Manuela, do you? There you go. All right. Number two, does your preoccupation with sex interfere with life responsibilities or relationships? So does your being into sex interfere with work or other relationships? It has. It has. So is the word yes. sometimes, often, rarely, or never? Sometimes. Often? Often. I feel, often. Yeah, I feel like we were on the often train there. All right, moving yeah. along. <laughs> Does planning or thinking about your next sexual activity interfere with your daily life? Like, can you not move? Does it really mess with your day planning the next romp to, I don't know, Prague or wherever you end up going? And what are my options? Uh, Never, sometimes, rarely, often. Sometimes, often, or very often. Somewhere between often and sometimes. All right, so I'm going to say, I'll be fair to you and say sometimes, right? Sometimes. All right. Does viewing porn or visiting sexually explicit websites interfere with your daily life? Hmm. Nah. No. I don't know. To to my opinion, no. You can function. Yeah, because it's not like uh, I cannot do my job or like, I don't know. I I don't see how it it would stop me. I got you. All right. Uh, do you use? Hmm. Okay. This is interesting. I don't know how old this thing is. Uh, do you use phone sex services more than you would like, or more than you plan to? Do you? Do you guys remember I'm phone a, sex? Oh, hold on. Oh, uh, okay. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> okay. The nine hundred number. The nine hundred number. I remember that. Like being a kid, I had a cousin <laughs> that would call. Did you know that there were eight hundred, nine hundred numbers? Yeah, no, no, I I learned that quickly. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of kids in the 90s did. I had a cousin, and he's like, oh, dude, we're going to call my girlfriend or your girlfriend. And he dialed an 800 number that went to, like, a, a porn line. Pretty much going, like, if you like hot girls, put your <laughs> credit card number or whatever. Yeah, phone sex. Uh, Yeah, do you use phone sex? No, I, like you said, as a teenager, I would go. The answer is no, but just this to finish the story. I remember that, like, in, in back in my uh, high school days, back in Southgate, I would call those numbers and just hear them, like, being all hot and bothered and, you know, being all sultry and shit. And whenever they're, like, I guess they would start charging me, click. Damn. <laughs> like, I ain't paying for that shit. So you were a tease. <laughs> all right, let's move along here. Uh, okay, how about this? Do you engage in yeah. risky sexual behavior that puts your health or safety at risk? Is that splitting hairs because how we talk that what you consider dangerous is not what everybody else considers yeah. dangerous? So yeah. what, what would you say here? No? I guess just going by my own... No, no, just by going by my own standards. Uh, I've definitely... Uh, rarely, because... Okay. okay. Rarely. That's fair. That's fair. All right, here we go. I think we're almost done. Yeah, we have a few more. Uh, mm-hmm. when you would like to feel emotionally connected to a romantic partner, do you have trouble doing so? Hmm. Do you have trouble connecting emotionally 
but to be romantic, not sexually, not physically. Do you have trouble with that? It's getting pretty deep. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say no simply because I'm not dating anybody. So. True. true. It simply don't apply. When you're, it simply uh, don't apply. When you're a party favor getting passed around, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, one more. Mm-hmm. One more. Let's see here. Okay. Do you feel that it's difficult to stop sexual behaviors? Even when there are negative consequences, let's go. Uh, uh, Never, rarely, sometimes, often, or very often. Again, somewhere between sometimes and often. So I'll say that's so, it. Sometimes, because you're kind of in the middle. Let's say sometimes. Sometimes, let's go. With sometimes. All right, here we go. Your results okay. of do I have a sex addiction self assessment, your score, drum roll. You put that in post, drum roll. <laughs> Bing. All right, you have little or no indication of a sexual addiction. That you have symptoms common among people with sexual addiction. However, this quiz is no substitute for a proper diagnosis. So Boo. it looks as you're you're pretty tame, Mr. Mr. <laughs> I thought you would have been like, you know, little or no addiction. Okay. Well there you go, everybody. This means, it just means I am I'm, I'm I have a, a healthy lifestyle. That's all it means. But sometimes man. major fuck Sometimes it uh it has you call phone sex lines and hang up on the young ladies. You know? We should we should try to find somebody that was an ex phone sex or is that still a thing? Guys, at my primo's uh, podcast, at Evin, or what is it? At Animator, <laughs> find him and uh, let him know his phone sticks still a thing. We definitely want to know. I think now it's in there like cam girls or cam guys. It's no longer just phone sex. It's like a f- yeah. experience. Yeah. As for somebody, as for somebody that 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 in, enjoys his uh, his his eroticism. I do feel like, yeah, this is a dangerous time to grow up. Like, I, I do feel, I'm glad that I grew up in the times that I did when it comes to that aspect of life. Because now how pornography and, and I'm not, and I, and I do not shame, no. like, porn, Everybody uh, likes what porn, they like. Perform, like, actors are, no, no, but at least, like, for example, I, I think that all of that stuff is, uh, nothing wrong with it, right? Obviously, it has to be with moderation and all that stuff. That, but that being said, I would not like to grow up Knowing myself, I would not to like to grow up in these in these days because it's all too readily available, exposed. I don't know. Yeah, man. To sound like a, there, like a boomer. You don't gotta work for it like we did. You don't gotta find it lost. Like you don't gotta. You, oh you don't, my god! You don't find random magazines lost in the woods and and share no. it between neighborhood boys. Like this is this is the. <laughs> okay, let me tell. Let me let me tell you a little story. It's all on your let phone me, now. <laughs> Let me let me tell you a little bit, a little bit of story, right? Uh, <laughs> I I just now that I think about it, man, uh, I I just find it hilarious how my search for sex made me like problem solve. If it was about math, English, anything like uh, academia, I was like, ah, fuck, I'll take the F. I don't care. But if it involved me having sex. I would, I would, all you, 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 dude, you would see me, or like, 
he's kind of like I, I would be like uh, Einstein figure when he figured it out and like any like awesome uh You'd be equation like, invisible like, mind, I, like incredible mind thing like beautiful mind yeah the equations yeah. running through your head well look you know exactly that that that's the truth yeah. uh, what is it the uh want or need or lack thereof is the mother of all invention you know like yeah necessity uh, <laughs> necessity necessity but think about it when you're a teenage boy man i'm assuming women as well when you want it you want it i will tell i mean it remind me to, next time to tell you a story of how i got brought home by the police because i had a a need and uh yeah it's a whole other story in a debacle that i'll, I'll gladly share since you've been sharing <laughs> But uh, Primos, uh, this is going to end the night for us. Uh, Eddie, thanks again, man, for, for sitting in. And I hope that next time we hear from you, you're not like in crutches or like bandaged up. But uh, definitely enjoy your, your stories and you sharing with us. I really do. But always, I always tell you, man, just be careful. Have fun. Do you. And uh, Primos, remember, you can hit us up at My Primos Podcast with all your questions. Uh, comments, concerns, because he's okay. But let us know if you have any well wishes his way. <laughs> But guys, remember, this show comes to you week to week. Any of your podcast services, let us know you're out there. Remember, check out our links on our link tree, which is on our social media. We have our Discord. Come in there, chat with us. And just feel free, guys. Have fun. Take care. Adios. <laughs>